ora tato. This is the blog post from the 22nd of April 2021. Setting expectations by setting the standard. And just before I get into this post, <laughs> I am a bit confused. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. <laughs> um, well, what a time April was. Okay, last week was a shambles. Um, I actually liked the post. You know when you have an idea and you try to articulate it, but it's not fully downloaded. So when you try to verbalize it, it doesn't quite make sense. That's what last week's post feels like. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there, but maybe needs more time to develop, I reckon. So we'll move right along. So this is the first paragraph of this post, which I'm a little bit offended at. <laughs> like past Hannah because I really enjoyed that post <laughs> okay anyway maybe it'll make sense I want to take that back actually but what an interesting way to start throw me under the bus <laughs> anyway we'll continue it wasn't a complete wreck though grasping at straws for positives oh my god <laughs> if you read this Please send me through what you thought, or if you listened to it, I'd love to hear your fakaro, please. <laughs> Some reassurance would be nice. <laughs> Here's one part we'll salvage and use this week, and I hope that's the end of that negative talk. Oh my gosh. Ngahue went for a nosy, chasing Tefeke Oruamuturangi with kupe that led them to Aotearoa. Some Ponamu found him, he brought it back to Hawaii, which then provided the resources and inspiration to the collective to carve their waka, Ngaraka Tapu Matahi Puatua Matua, later known as Tearawa, to prep their supplies and set off on their next adventure. It was up to the people to utilize the stone, the knowledge and wisdom from Ngahue, and do something with it. And so they did. An interpretation we can make from this story is how Ngahue set the standard and therefore the expectations for his people in doing what he did. He went out into the unknown and brought back knowledge, story, resource, inspiration, motivation and so many other things and contributed these as well as literal ponamu to his people's advancement and prosperity. He set the standard of what it means to live out your potential to live your best life and contribute back to your people. And this was an example set by other tupuna, other ancestors before him as well, but Ngahue reinforced it again for the generations to come. Following Ngahue's footsteps today, or embodying that bit of Ngahue within us, could look like going away for school, for university or for work. Going away to collect your ponamu in whatever form that takes, but then what? Have you done anything with it? Does it contribute back to your collective in some way? And no judgment, even though I felt the tone shift a little bit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no judgment though, as always. You know that, hopefully. <laughs> but as you go out exploring your world, what's the give back? How do you reinstate the balance, eh? drawing from the previous theme that we covered with Luayo? How do you reinstate the balance and give back to the legacy that's come before you and also to those still to come? What's the standard you set with how you conduct yourself? Sometimes contribution is a deliberate conscious action. Sometimes it looks like traversing uncharted territories 
and the very way you live your life is contribution enough for others to be inspired by. That's the poenamu you provide. But it looks different to different people and at different phases of your life depending on where you're at. Ngahue contributed ponamu of all kinds, including the literal physical stone, and so there are layers of examples to draw from here. Whatever ponamu you find in this kōrero, may it serve you well on your journey. Tēnā tato, hana. Well, I hope the ponamu wasn't um, how to throw yourself under the bus and ridicule your own work. <laughs> and I think the last thing I'll say about that first third of the post is how and just perspective I've mentioned a couple times and this is just between me and you who listen to the blog audios um, is that I this is one of those times that I really want to go back in and change and edit the post but this is a snapshot of a point in time (laughs) on the 22nd of April this is what I wrote or this is what I thought was appropriate which I'm not happy about at the moment, reading it back. (laughs) However, here we are, it's part of growth. Because I just read that other blog post a couple days ago, and it was fine. (laughs) I thought it was great, and now I'm reading it back. So whatever state of mind I was in while writing this is just very interesting and really insightful. And that kind of distracted me from the rest of the post. But I love the part in here that Ngahue set the standard of what it means to live out your potential, to live your best life and contribute back to your people. All of those were intertwined and the same thing. For us today, right, because we're trying to interpret Pūrākai for the metaphors, for the wisdom and the knowledge contained within them. So what can we take away and apply to our lives? Well, Ngahue went away, you know, found the ponamu, ponamu found him, he brought it back, and it served a purpose for his people. The literal ponamu, or greenstone, as well as the knowledge, the skill, the adventure, the inspiration, and imagination, and innovation that that would have sparked up as well. And so, on your journey in your life, you know, you could go away for school, go on a trip, on a sports trip, go to a sporting event or tournament, you go away for work, go for university, or you just go and travel. While you're out there, and I'm still debating if it always has to be a physical going away, I'm a firm believer in leaving where we're from to go away and learn um, and be exposed to different ways of doing things to different people, different lifestyles, different cultures. And maybe once upon a time pre-COVID, that would have been a lot simpler to go away overseas. But even within Aotearoa, we can travel to different regions and different areas to be exposed to different tupuna and different stories there. So I am an advocate for physically going away from where we've grown up to be exposed to those things because... In going away, it also gives us a different perspective of where we've come from and of the ponamu that maybe we didn't realize was here in our own backyard anyway. So we win by going away and then by coming back as well. And so with that ponamu, what do you do with it? Or have you done anything with it? And I get it, sometimes the skills or the things we want to implement take time, but is that a conscious thought? that you have 
you know is that a conscious thing you have to remind yourself of or is it automatic is it naturally just woven into your psyche and your perspective of the world that what you do or even who you are will impact others in a positive way to grow to learn to seek out their own adventures or their own path you know is it a conscious thing is it subconscious do you naturally do it anyway do you not do it all of those kinds of wānanga come from the story which is so so good and I'm kind of scared to finish this audio up and say that I really love this one because next week or the next blog post might <laughs> be throwing me deeper further under the bus as well but setting the expectations by setting the standard and I know you can think of particular people or even events in your life when you'll be like yeah this moment or in this point in time this person embodied the values that I want to live my life by and maybe they're not like that all the time and it's hard to tell with our tupuna what they were like outside of these stories you know like we often put them up on this pedestal but they also had human emotions as well <laughs> uh, but those aren't really documented so hard to hard to say but I'm sure they had their moments too and so we shouldn't compare people that we know so harshly to these examples that we have but there are people that I am very close to and others who I don't know or who don't even know I exist who I admire and who at at least one point in my life I've observed and watched or listened to or been inspired by them I'm like those are the values or that's the kind of thing I want to embody I want to incorporate into my life or I think they set the standard of what it means to be Māori or to be wahine or to be unapologetic in who you are to live your truth maybe incorporate some of those kinds of whakaaro into your wānanga um, but probably last thing I'll note is that there's a lot of questions <laughs> in these last couple of posts <laughs> so very reflective of the time that I was in and even like this is my normal state as well always asking questions always trying to see things from a different perspective and especially understand how I can live this pūrāko in different ways as well. So enjoy it, please. Whatever pōnami you find in this kōrero, may it serve you well on your journey. And I hope that journey brings us back together for the next one. Or it inspires you to give me some feedback and some whakaaro as well. <laughs> Kāpai, hei kōna.